let's get started. <laughs> so we are here again today, this week, after I finished my very first week of, I don't even know what to call it, like emotional health. <laughs> coach, uh, personal coach, or was it uh, life coach round two? Life coach round, round two. Round two. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. So, yeah, so this week I started and it was good. Was it as rough as you thought? Like on paper, it looked great. <laughs> okay. Um, and in real life, it's hard. It's really hard to start off new with a plan and follow through with it because you're still getting the routine down. You're still getting, you're still learning about what you're supposed to do. And so, yeah. Yeah, so what do you mean by on paper it looks good? What I mean by that is, so I have been writing down my meals the night before. And then the little, you get a little check mark that says yes or no if you followed the plan. Perfectly. Perfectly. Yes, so everything you wrote down, you ate. Nothing extra. The day, the night before, right? The night that's before. What, that's what we're saying. Okay. Yep. And so at the end of the week, I was able to check all my yes boxes. So I got 100%. Yeah, seven out of seven. <laughs> yeah, my first week, I got an A+. Plus. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Because usually I would think that the first week would be pretty tough. Yeah, it was. I feel like... I did so perfectly, mostly because I'm more scared to mess up than so that I don't have to deal with the consequences that come from messing up. Like when I'm good and perfect and I make goals and I achieve them, I'm happy and my brain's like, good job, you did it, I'm proud of you. But then if you mess up, my brain is very mean to me. It is cruel and evil. And how so? Well, my it sounds weird because I'm like it's like another person being mean to me, but it really does feel like that sometimes. Sometimes you'll just be sitting there, especially after something very emotionally heightened happens, and just all these thoughts start running through your head, like you're not good enough, you didn't do that right. See, I told you, you couldn't do it all those things that come over and over and over, and you're just like, ah, stop. And then eventually, once you get enough thoughts rolling in your head like that, you actually believe it. And so thinking about this last week and messing up, that's exactly what would happen, and I don't like it. Gotcha. So, but that didn't happen this week. And are you worried about that first time? I mean, obviously... If you're going to go six months, it's probably going to be hard to do oh, it yeah. perfect. It's going to happen. And I'm going to have a meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to like hate myself for it. But I mean, it's a, we'll, we'll see. We're going to find out. So. Yeah. But you're, you're worried, but you know it's going to happen. You feel like it's going to. I do. I know it's going to happen, but I still have that like tightness inside that is so nervous and scared, almost like going on stage or something. Starting the day when I wake up. I start to feel that like anxiety and like worry that I'm going to eat something wrong or it's almost like 
I feel like I don't have control in that area of my life. Um, and it's like I'm in a dream. Sometimes when you're in a dream, you can't, oh, there's a bug. <laughs> when you're in a dream, you almost feel like you can't control what you're doing. And sometimes I feel like my day is going to go like that. I'm going to wake up and I'm just going to start eating a bunch of stuff that I'm not supposed to. And that gives me so much anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I can see that like it worries you. Yeah. It definitely is in there somewhere. That yeah, it's worry. very like fast and tight and just like, like I can feel it right up there in my throat. Like, you know, almost like when you have to give a speech or go up on stage in front of or people. Or you forgot your homework and the teacher yes. says, and you look in your back and you're like, either you didn't do it or it's not there. Either yeah. way, you're starting to freak out. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see how, yeah, I'm scared to mess up much but i know it's gonna happen and we're gonna we're gonna get through it <laughs> yeah definitely okay so if you did so good with your food this week if you you know stuck to it what was the food that you planned every night you know that before what kind of foods did you plan what are you what are you eating okay so i have chosen to eat three meals a day and i usually eat around like 10 10 30 breakfast and I eat an avocado this week. I pretty much had the same breakfast every day. I had half an avocado with two eggs. And then some days I had some sliced turkey and some days I had vegetables. And so I pretty much stick every single meal with a protein like grilled chicken, um, pork, beef, pretty much any meat. And then I cook up some veggies or microwave some fast of veggies and you know, eat it with a salad maybe or something. Just what the so, normal ones look like. And then yeah. is dinner a little different or is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got you and I got two little babies. Mm-hmm. So I can't really have, I mean, I can, but they're not going to eat like just grilled this. chicken and <laughs> some cooked veggies. It's just not going to happen. So. Uh, not without a lot of ketchup. yeah our kids will love to dip in ranch and ketchup (laughs) um yeah so i go up on pinterest and i find some recipes that are simple and they don't have any sugar no flour i i actually google usually paleo and keto and i kind of mix it up from there i just get ideas from there and then make it up as i go kind of so no dairy Mm mm-hmm what was your favorite meal this week? Was there one that you like loved? Tonight's was pretty good. Ooh, tonight's was delicious. What was it? Yeah, so I like to take a recipe and change it up a lot. It drives me crazy. <laughs> it drives me so crazy. I'm 100% the chemist. I want to do it just yes. perfectly as the recipe does. If there is no recipe, then there is no meal, period. And Re- Brittany's like, I don't need that. Or, or loosely, like based on, you know, whatever the recipe is, it's loosely based on it, so... Yeah, so I took a pesto chicken recipe where you take chicken breast and pesto and cheese and tomato and pop it in the oven. And I decided to chop up the chicken because I knew the kids can just eat the chicken pieces better. And then I cut up some tomatoes and put it on a pan. So I put the chicken on the pan, then uh, like pesto and then cut up tomatoes and I popped it in the oven, cooked it. And then I just... um, chopped up some vegetables that we had in the fridge and made it cooked it in the pan yeah you like sauteed the yeah so the good. zucchini with garlic and what else yeah it was garlic soy sauce and like butter 
and time. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so that's all it was. And then you just chop up vegetables and mix it all up and cook it till it's done. It's ready. So yeah. easy. You did perfect at keeping your commitments, but was there any hard moments during the week? Any close calls? <laughs> Yeah. I know you're so excited for me yes. to talk about this story. Because yes. you came home and you were like freaking out. <laughs> you guys, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> I can't even believe I'm saying this. I can't believe I'm telling you guys this story. But this is, this is like real life. I'm being really authentic. So I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> um, okay. So this week I was with a friend that was a girl. And we were having lunch together. And we were warming up our lunch and chatting about her delicious cinnamon roll that her mother-in-law or her mother made for her. And it had like pumpkin and chocolate and all this deliciousness in Nothing it. that you could possibly eat if it didn't <laughs> be good, right? <laughs> yeah, but I had this plan for myself. Like I could have eaten it, but I was just like... That sounds so freaking delicious. And we kept talking about it. And so obviously she assumed that I wanted some. So we went back to our table and we were eating and I'm sitting in my chair and she literally walks right up to me. Like the cinnamon roll is in my face. <laughs> She's like, here, have a bite. It's so good. And my automatic instant because instinct, yeah. instinct, yeah, is of course I'm going to have a bite. Of course. Because that's what I always do. She's a friend. Yeah. And you want to share and enjoy good times with food, you know? And so I took my fork and I got a piece of the cinnamon roll. And she probably thought it was nutso, but I got a tissue and I put it down on the tissue. I know it's super <laughs> weird. <laughs> she probably thought it was crazy. And I said something about how there's like nuts in my mouth that I need to wash down with water or something weird. <laughs> so I was like drinking water. I'm like, as I'm drinking my water, I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with this? I don't want to eat it, but I don't want to hurt her feelings. Or I don't want to bring up that I'm on this diet. Why is that? Why don't you want to bring up the diet? Yeah, so I don't want to bring up the diet because I, I don't want to deal with the actual repercussions because I've dealt with it before. You guys know from last episode. People told you you're better off of sugar. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to deal with that. I didn't want, ugh. It's literally the first week and I didn't want to deal with you know, questions and like, I don't know, judgment. She probably wouldn't judge me, but I just, you just feel that you feel like a weight on you. And so I decided to go back to my roots and people, please. <laughs> Cause that's something that something you feel like you've struggled with, right? Is people pleasing in yeah. the past. And so I, um, I, she was, like sitting on the other side of the table, kind of like we were not facing each other because what we were doing. And I literally covered, so it's on the tissue, the little fork and the cinnamon rolls on the tissue. And I covered the piece with tissue and I literally threw it in the trash. And I told her, I was like, mm, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. Well, is it worse than breaking your promise to yourself? Yeah, for me, mm, it wasn't. Right uh, I, 
and I really struggled with this. I really struggled with it after. I was like, oh my gosh, I just lied to her. I am a liar to myself and I people pleased and all this stuff. It's just like, for me, it felt like it was piling on and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't be honest with anybody and this is so hard and I don't want to deal with anybody judging me. So that's why I did it. And I was just trying to... Uh, so so let's reflect on that. Like what, I don't know, was there a way that you would have handled it now? You know, it's always easier later being like, this is the way that it should have gone or whatever. But what Yeah, so that's kind of what I grappled with a lot. So one, for me, one of the most important things when something like this happens, when you're trying, it doesn't even have to be with food. It can literally be with anything that you're trying to improve on and do well in. If you have a goal that you're working towards and you mess up, or you go through like a little hill, bump, whatever it is, it is so important to reflect on the situation. So you can really think about, okay, why did I do that? Why would I do that? And what did I learn from this? The most important question. Oh my gosh. What did I learn from this situation? So what did you learn? (laughs) (laughs) So I learned, so I got really I got really mad at myself that I did that because I did the people pleasing thing and that's what I've been trying to avoid. And after a while, what I truly learned was I care about myself. I love myself so much that I want to keep this goal for myself. I want to continue with the trust that I'm starting to build with this whole situation And I didn't want to mess with that just to make her happy. And so it's almost like I, yes, I people pleased in that situation towards her, but towards me, like I was honest with myself. Yeah. Like, yeah, you didn't people please, but you didn't break the thing that you'd promised yourself. You hadn't gone into that day promising you wouldn't people please, but you had promised not to eat anything that wasn't on your list. Yeah. It's almost like it was more important for me to, keep my promise to myself than it was to make her happy. Yeah. Which technically I didn't people please me. Yeah. I didn't people please myself. I did her, but for me it's like, it's way more well, important. You certainly could have people pleased and eaten the thing. You could have yeah. double bad. Yeah. So like, I'm like, Hey, 50% is way better than yeah. 0%. So. Yeah. And so that's, That's one thing that I learned this week that was super powerful. So reflecting, like if I didn't reflect on that situation, I would have just felt bad about myself and let my thoughts make me think that I'm a horrible person and I suck. But really, once you can like find compassion for yourself and see yourself as a friend and not an enemy, then you can see a different side that is good about a situation what i'm hearing you say is that you were able to basically strike down or get rid of some of that guilt by just taking some time to reflect yeah that that might be a good weapon for those who feel a lot of guilt about what they do Mm -hmm. to just take time and reflect that might be what you need yeah how did it go this week with no sweets because i'm just gonna say it we're addicted or at least you were I am very much. I'm still addicted for for sure. sure. Yeah. We're man. I can't remember two days in a row that we haven't had a sweet. 
at some point during the day, if not two sweets during the day. So yeah, so we'll just kind of divulge a little bit into what our eating was like before, <laughs> which was rough. Um, we so after I kind of went down the binging hole into a dark hole, like I don't know what is a couple months ago. Um, we pretty much had a treat or a sweet after lunch and dinner. Like we were always reaching for something sweet. If we wanted to celebrate anything, if we needed a pick me up, if literally if we needed anything, we were getting sweets. And at times if we didn't have anything in the house, we'd go out and buy it. I mean, it's embarrassing, but it's the truth. And that was not healthy. No. I mean, it was. We didn't feel good about ourselves. No, I hated it at the same time that I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like <laughs> regrets and then later, no regrets. Like it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> weird. Yeah. Or vice versa. No regrets mm-hmm. while you eat it, regrets later. And you're yeah. just like, and then you say to yourself, I'm definitely not going to have any more sweets tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and you're like, man, I need one. <laughs> right? I deserve it. <laughs> I felt like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what was it like this week without sweets? Like, because yeah. So I learned something crazy okay. about cool. sweets. Um, I was really more focused on my goals this week, so that's kind of what carried me through. When I would have a really strong urge, or I just really wanted something sweet, because I I did get them. It, it's like when you get on a healthy plan that. They don't just magically fly away. Mm-hmm. Um, the veggies do not do it for you. No, they don't. And you always feel like you need something at the end of that. And so so one thing that I learned this week about sweets was I had my joy eat for Sunday. I planned it for Sunday. And I planned eight of those Christmas tin cookies that are so good. Butter cookies. Butter cookies. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, and I picked the eight that I wanted and I put it in a little bag and I put it on top of the cabinet and I waited for Sunday. Cause you get one joy a week. Yeah. One. Okay. Yeah. And when it came time for me to eat it, I was so excited and I started eating them and eating them and I didn't get that instant dopamine hit high that I usually get from wanting them and desiring them so bad and then getting it and it was like a total letdown and I was like do I do I like these cookies like I don't even think I really like them like I didn't really enjoy them they were just good you specifically had me pick them up from the store for you Mm because that's what you want your thing to be yeah yep and they were fine like Five out of ten, guys. Yeah, like, <laughs> it wasn't even great. I remember how bummed you were. I was like, wow, that did suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was sad. But I learned something very valuable that literally it's all about having that desire and urge and following through with it that makes you have that dopamine hit. If you plan it ahead of time, it's enjoyable. But I know that when I get a craving for sweets and then I eat them... I'm just like shoveling in my mouth. You feel, and I'm sure you feel this way too. Every day. (laughs) Um, When you get an urge for a sweet, it feels so fast and urgent. Like I got to get it now. 
like right now or I'm I'm gonna die. It's like a con man trying to get you to fork over the money right then and there while you're emotional about something. Yes and it feels that way and I just want to talk a little bit about what I kind of do when I have an urge. Cool. What's Brittany's plan for the urges? (laughs) So I had quite a few and I felt that urgency that like, oh my goodness, I need to eat or I need to do something. Or um, a lot of times when I feel it, I start to pace around the house. True story. And try to find something to do or make or clean anything to do to distract myself because I... I just feel this like running inside me. I got to get up, move, do, 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 you know, to get rid of it. And what I just think about what I'm feeling inside of my body, because it almost feels painful when you get an urge and you don't follow through with it. It feels so painful. But when you really sit back and think about, okay, what is painful in me? Why am I feeling this way that's so uncomfortable? And when you really think about it, like for me, I felt like a heaviness in my chest or in my stomach. I'll feel almost like a hollow feeling, you know? And I'm like, okay, so, I mean, that's not painful. So why am I feeling this way? And it kind of helps to recognize, okay, let's identify where this is so uncomfortable and just let it be Mm -hmm. for some reason. I would say I would compare it to like being a little kid and being scared that there's something in your closet, your bed. But if you go turn the light on and look underneath, there's really nothing to worry about. Yeah. But you, man, you do feel it. You feel freaked out that you're not doing what you're being told or, you know, you're freaking out that your body's asking for this thing. You're saying, no, it's tough. Yeah. One thing that I felt that really applies to this right now is your brain likes the dopamine hit, right? Over and over and over. And if you start to take away those dopamine hits, your body is going to go in withdrawal. And so it just, it feels so strong and urgent. And like, if you don't, that's why your brain's telling you you're going to die if you don't get it because you're going in withdrawal. Well, I mean, we watched Fed Up, that documentary about sugar, and they had talked about how it was comparable to, I think, cocaine or heroin, one of the two. Yeah. Like sugar's that addictive. Mm-hmm. It lights up your brain Yeah, in crazy ways, and your brain is not going to just be cool with you stopping. <sighs> so um, you kind of had a revelation about you always thought that veggies were bloating you out. You felt very bloated or very gassy from the veggies. Yeah. What so was your revelation about that this week? Yeah, so this week... I, for the first time, I've never taken dairy out of my diet ever. Like I've fully. always, yeah. I've always kept it in. I always include it in my diet. I always think it's very important. Okay. And so for the first time I took out cheese this week and ate so many veggies, like every meal I'm eating vegetables. And I was so scared that I was going to get so bloated and my stomach was going to get huge and painful because when I get a lot Usually I thought when you, when I ate a lot of vegetables, especially salad, my stomach would get like pains and everything, you know, from Mm -hmm. all the gas. And this week I did not have that. Like maybe once it felt a little big, but not like it's ever been before. And I remember my coach saying that cheese, um, what bloats, 
people sometimes. Well, and I was like, la- lactose is inflammatory. Yes. Yes, inflammatory. And she said it does cause bloating because it's inflammatory in your intestines. And I was like, what? Okay, I'll just try it. Whatever. I'm going to follow this plan to the T to make sure. And holy crap. Like, I didn't bloat at all and I had so many vegetables. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, getting rid of cheese is going to be hard for me. I want to do it, but <laughs> cheese is so good. Yeah, so good. it is good. But do I really miss it? Not really. Yeah, I mean, is it worth... At least, yeah. <laughs> is is cheese worth not succeeding for yet? No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the scale. Okay. Do you want to talk about how much weight you lost or not really? Um, Not really. Okay. I did well this week. Way better than I thought I would. But I do have this relationship with a scale that isn't healthy. It's not healthy at all. Okay. I'll just admit it. Um, I get on the scale every morning because we have to record our weight. And... I just want to avoid it. Like sometimes I get on the scale and I just don't want even want to know the number because I don't want to get excited or sad about the number. And what did your coach say about what's the big thing about scale? What did she say? Yeah. So, um, with the scale, you, it's, it's normal for you to fluctuate in weight. Like even how many like pa- three or four pounds yeah, say, is normal. Pounds? Like even if you like say you're like 140 one day and that's like your lowest you've ever gotten, don't be surprised that you'll pop up like three pounds the next day because it's normal. But the next week you might go down to 138 or 139. You're saying that even if your diet is correct. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing of why that happens, because it happened to me and that was really the reasons why I quit. And I think a lot of times when something's hard, you want to give yourself excuses to say that it's not working. There's something wrong. I'm not doing something right. And you just give up and you're like, okay, I, that doesn't work. (laughs) So I can quit. Being diligent and staying with it is the way that you will succeed. Not trying a different diet, not trying all these different things, like staying consistent with simple, clean meals. It's good to know. I feel like a lot of people don't know that. that yeah. I, I've only known. I didn't know that till recently. Okay, we're good. We're going? Yep. Okay. And intermission through, what were we just saying? Oh, I yeah, I just feel like people don't know. About, I just don't feel like people know about the fluctuation. It's not common knowledge. I was never told that, that your flight, your weight would fluctuate going up ever by yeah. any person ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. You just think that if you're eating good, it's going to go down. But to be honest, you have so much water shifting in your body. You have so many hormones. You have so literally every food is going to do something different. There's just no way for you to always go down. Is that? Why one day you go up even though you're eating good and one day you'll go down even though you ate bad the day before. So like you're not getting the response from your body in real time. Like you're not learning the next day isn't always exactly telling you how good you oh did the day gosh. before. Oh my gosh, yes, please stop that. Like literally that is so false. Yeah, exactly. So unless you go have Thanksgiving dinner, which you're going to see at the next day on the scale. Other than that, you don't know how good you did if you're not paying attention the day yeah. before from the scale. It could be a whole week, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's about being consistent and just trying to follow through with as many meals as you can. So. Cool. Well, that's, again, another great 
insight from Brittany. These yeah. are these are great things that you learned this week. A final thing I just want to say is, of course, reflect on situations in your life. That is the number one way to create more self-awareness in your life. One thing that I do to dive deep into my reflection is I get on the computer or I get my journal out and I write down the exact facts of the event that went down. And then I think about and write about, sometimes I'll just write and write and write just everything that's in my mind, all the thoughts, all the feelings, everything that I'm unsure about, excited, literally everything inside my mind. I just try and write it all out. And for some reason, when you take everything that's in your head and put it down on paper, you see it from the outside and you can be like, okay, that's why I did that. Okay, that's why this turned into that. And you kind of connect all the dots so that you can see the big picture. Do you feel like your subconscious is then talking to your conscious in that way? Like you're basically getting inside of what you actually yeah. feel. Is that what you're is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, it's almost like you're yeah, exactly that. And you can also connect. One thing that I believe so strongly in that Brooke Castillo talked about was your previous uh, life coach. Yes. Yeah. Okay. She talks so much about your past self, your present self, and your future self. And it's almost like you're bonding those three selves together when you reflect because you're, you're having a conversation with your past self, your present self. And then if you go through all that, the final thing is, what did I learn from that? And then you can take what you learn into your goals, which connects your future self. And your future self depends on your present self to learn something from that past situation. Mm -hmm. They're all connected. And so it is so important to reflect because it gives you time to build that relationship with yourself, with all three of yourselves. By writing it down, it's getting it out of you, out of your head, out mm -hmm. of your mind, mm -hmm. and then making room to then have that conversation or to, to, then, yeah. to then have new thoughts. Instead of being spiraling on the same thought yes. of the craving or whatever, you're getting it out and then you're having room in your head since it's out to then work on that problem. But yeah, you see it from the outside. You see it from a different perspective. Like yeah. everything's out there for you to review and reflect and look at and find out what you can do better or, mm -hmm. you know, be a little nicer to yourself. So write it down. If you when in doubt, write it down is what you're yeah, saying. Exactly. Yep. That's it. That's a good way to reflect. All right. That's it. Cool. On I, to week two. Yes. We are going to be starting week two. I'm so excited. I had so much fun with this conversation. I love talking about emotions and self-awareness and just how you can be better. And even if I have to be the guinea pig. <laughs> you totally are in this case. <laughs> yeah. It's still so fun. And I hope you guys get something out of this. I really do. I hope it inspires you in some way to, you know, do something. I don't know. So... I'll see you guys next week and I love you. Goodbye.